Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I'm Karen Moscow, and the Bloomberg Futures Report is brought to you by Interactive Brokers and CME Group. If you're looking for global futures contracts at low trading costs, look no further. Interactive Brokers is the industry leader. Learn more at interactivebrokers.com slash CME Group. U.S. stock index futures lower with oil as investors await a speech from Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen for clues on the economy and direction of monetary policy. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day on Bloomberg. S&P E-mini futures down four and a half points. Dow E-mini futures down 57 and Nasdaq E-mini futures down seven. DAX in Germany is down two tenths percent. Ten-year treasury up eight thirty seconds. The yield 1.85 percent. Yield on the two-year 0.84 percent. NYMEX crude oil down 2.7 percent or a dollar five to 38.33 a barrel. COMEX gold is up half percent or six dollars thirty cents to 12.28.30 an ounce. The euro a dollar 12.11. The yen 113.41. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Barry. Thanks so much, uh, Karen. Greatly appreciate it. Robert Johnson is a storied name within the CFA Institute. He was the one that made the exam so hard. There are people <laughs> worldwide who have been in therapy for 10 years over his direct, indirect cash flow question on the level two exam from, oh, I don't know, 1995 or something. They've never forgiven him for that uh, question. He has gone on from the CFA Institute to the American College of Financial Services, where he's president and chief executive officers. Let's first describe what the American College of Financial Services is. This has a lot to do with the insurance business, doesn't it? It is, Tom, and I appreciate the introduction. I think I was known affectionately as the chief torturer at CFA (laughs) Institute. But the American College is a nonprofit accredited degree-granting institution based in Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And we have a long and storied history. Uh, It was founded in 1927. We are best known for our designation programs, the Chartered Financial Consultant, the Chartered Life Underwriter. But we also Mm -hmm. offer uh, degree programs. We have master's degree programs and Ph.D. programs. We have about 26,000 students. This devolves from the traditional life insurance business, wanting to make agents smarter and all that. I would suggest in the last five years it's got a whole new energy to it. Why is that? Give us an update on what Mass Mutual or Northwestern Mutual or others are trying to do to make people smarter. Well, it's all about retirement income planning now. People recognize the retirement crisis that's out there, and they recognize that it isn't simply the accumulation stage, although that's critical, but also need to focus on the decumulation stage. So one of the things that we're doing at the American College is really focusing on the retirement income planning. And in fact, Tom, our most popular program is the Retirement Income Certified Professional, the RICP program. And in a short three-year time span, we have more people in that program than any other program we offer. So so let's talk a little bit about uh, the fiduciary standard, which some insurance companies have been complaining is going to impact their bottom line, that you're not going to be able to, pardon my French, jam uh, an annuity into a 401k or a 403b and pocket the 5 6 7% commission. Uh, do you guys have any specific thoughts on that? 
Certainly, and I, I think the fiduciary standard is that no what nobody is going to argue with the fact that people in the financial services arena should act as fiduciaries. Well, of lots course. of people have been arguing with that. No, no, I, they, I disagree with them. They've but. been arguing about the, the the actual what the what the standards mean in terms of after the fact, how do you determine if somebody acted in a fiduciary manner? I think that's where the the criticism is. It isn't necessarily that people should act as fiduciaries because they should, but it's how that standard is enacted and after the fact, who's held accountable and under mm-hmm. what terms. I think that's where it, the devil's in the details, in other words. Always. And the uh, and I don't think the DOL has done a great deal to dispel uh, worries about those details. Mm-hmm. What is the advice of your school on the major conundrum that this nation has failed at ERISA of 74? We've got millions of people who flat out can't retire. There's no other way to gracefully put it. What vehicles do you have to protect streams of income out? Yeah, and I think, Tom, that that is a that is the number one crisis facing the financial services arena today is this retirement income crisis. And I think mandated, mandatory retirement plans, much like the uh, the plans that are in place in Australia, for instance. Everybody goes back to Australia. What's in the pixie dust in Australia? Well, I mean, they're mandated uh, retirement plans. It's a significant portion of income, and there are a limited number of options in those plans. And they give education on those plans. So I, I think and, – and basically what's happened in Australia is that the retirement income crisis in Australia is, it, it has virtually been eliminated in a fairly short period of time. Now, what Australia has also done is they eased in the requirements. Um, I, I think I've got my numbers fairly yeah, accurate. Well, they were, that's, we're only fairly accurate. 3% uh, – I think they're increasing that over time to 12.5% of income, but that's really what you need to retire, and especially in the low-yield environment that we have now. So they have they have no paradox of, of choice. They're not overwhelmed with a million options. They start people saving early rather than sort of finding religion about their retirement in their 40s or 50s, which is about average and usually very late. And what are they doing in terms of their Social Security? Is this in addition to or instead of? It is. There are three legs to their stool. There is a uh, a Social Security-type program, social insurance-type program. There are these mandated insurance plans. And then there's, of course, whatever anybody saves on their own. So that's the three legs of the retirement stool that I believe is is the answer to our retirement income conundrum here. Tom, when you look at where rates are, we're gonna have to run your. Could we get you back again? I mean, could we, you know, talk to you from Pennsylvania or absolutely your native Nebraska, and maybe I can get some advice on my brackets from Bob Johnson. Am I going to see you, Tom, out at the Berkshire Hathaway annual meeting? I make that pilgrimage every year. I I, I quit going when Mr. Buffett stopped playing ukulele. Uh, Robert Johnson, <laughs> he is the American College of Financial Services uh, president, and this on the uh, really. Interesting idea of educating people in general and also pros in some of the fancy mathematics of retirement planning. Speaking of fancy mathematics, next, Douglas Cass, Bloomberg Surveillance. 
Counting down to the opening bell brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior, legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today.